The guard trained his beady eyes on Doc Waters. With his out-of-control white hair and a badly bent posture, the one-time Rutgers history professor came across as the archetypal mad scientist. Hard to imagine, but at one time Doc was a respected academic. That was before his gambling habit sent him on a free fall that quite literally landed him in the gutter. The local cops steered Doc to the gateway, and the move probably saved his life. Like Maurice, there was more to Professor Waters than his shaggy exterior. Doc was the gateway's resident genius, an incredibly bright man with a personality that could be as engaging as it was caustic. The guard glared at Waters. Don't I know you? Doc answered without hesitation. Maybe. Were you at last month's gay pride meeting? What are you, a wise-ass? In fact, that's exactly what the professor was. His superintelligence made it easy for him to pop out a snappy comeback any time circumstances warranted. Of course, his wit wasn't worth much when he was plummeting to the bottom. It was during his downward spiral that Doc piled up a steep gambling debt that ultimately was handed over to a Philadelphia gangster for collection. One-liners didn't help much when the mob applied its payment-past-due tactics. First to go were the tips of two fingers on the professor's left hand. A month later, three cracked ribs. Then things got serious. Round three ended up as a cover story in Philadelphia magazine. According to Doc, two thugs pulverized his left testicle and promised to do the same to his remaining jewel unless he paid his principal plus interest within two weeks. Instead, the professor told all to the FBI who pounced on the mafia bill collector and his enforcers. Doc got 15 minutes of fame and the mob got furious. Even before Philadelphia Magazine popularized him as One Nut Waters, Doc had made his way to the top of organized crime's hit list. Wait a minute. The guards studied Doc more closely. I think I remember who you are. Manny Maglio's niece suddenly diverted the guards' attention. My name's Twyla, she announced. Twyla had been standing behind me out of the guards' line of sight. When she stepped to the waist-high check-in counter, the guard lost all interest in Professor Waters. Hey, or who? Twyla Tharp. I'm a dancer. Twyla pushed a business card toward the guard. A full-color, full-figure photo appeared above a few bold, raised letters that spelled out, Twyla Tharp, dance professional. You don't say. The guard shifted his gaze from Twyla's business card to her half-buttoned blouse and then to her fake leather microskirt. What, uh, <laughs> kind of dancer. A very good dancer. Yeah? The guard couldn't rein in his grin. Do any private shows? Manny Maglio barreled into my brain. Just a mental picture, no words, but I got the message. My job was to keep Twyla on a tight leash that the guard was pulling in a different direction. I nudged Twyla to the side. The guard's smile vanished, and he glared at me as his fantasy evaporated. Dr. Waters, I paused to point at my white-haired accomplice, his uncle is Chief of Corrections. I upped the volume on Chief of Corrections just so it was clear that it was the top dog who was opening the door for us. We've got permission to see Miklos Zusenerdorf. The guard pulled out a computer printout from underneath his newspaper. You all the people here to see that pervert? Tell you right now, he killed Benjamin Curious. Been here fifteen years, and I can read any asshole in here like a book. Cause 
Even if your pal happened to be innocent, he don't have a chance with the lawyer he got. Lawyer? A public defender? Hell no. I mean, he got what's walking in the door behind you. The guard looked past me at a rumpled man, wearing a discolored yarmulke, who darted through the main entrance with as much grace as a Mexican jumping bean. Yiggle Rosenblatt, Esquire. The guard said with obvious disdain. Looking for Mr. Bullock, the lawyer charged toward me, his words coming out mainly through his nose. I'm Bullock. Certainly glad to meet you, the attorney replied, pumping my hand. Certainly glad to meet you. Yiggle Rosenblatt talked with extraordinary speed, but the machine-gun pace of his speech was nothing compared to his herky-jerky mannerisms that had him constantly shifting from one foot to another.